Sasriyakal, my name's Amma. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about marriage and the unrealistic expectations that are put upon us from the Desi community and how these expectations are very unrealistic and need to be put to an end. Getting married in the Desi community is seen as a non-negotiable and an absolute must. It's something that is taught to you from a very young age and was definitely taught to me that at some point in my life, I'm going to get married, have kids, settle down, and by 25, I'm going to just live happily ever after. As a child, I shouldn't know how to make roti and how to clean up after my future husband for him to look at me like I'm a servant. There is no way I'm going to live up to that expectation or that traditional idea of marriage that I'm going to be cleaning up after my husband. And no disrespect to men, but disrespect. I shouldn't even have to be thinking about marriage. So for me to know that at such a young age and it be implanted into my brain that I must get married, that marriage is the only thing that I have to achieve, otherwise I'm a failure, is not a way to go about it, especially being that young. The dissy pressure around getting married is so toxic and I absolutely hate it. You should get married because you want to, not because what society tells you. And the funniest thing is that within our community, dating is so taboo within itself that by the time you're 25 or ready to be married, your parents or your relatives are asking you, so who are you going to get married to? When was I meant to date? When was I meant to explore my options? So suddenly when that sprung upon you as to oh, you haven't found someone, but so-and-so has found someone. Well, when were you meant to have that time to actually date, to find someone when dating is already seen as so taboo? It just doesn't make sense. For me, I'm so glad that I've already set the record straight to my parents. Like they know I'm quite outspoken and very independent and I like to have my own. So even though I know that they pray every single day that I just end up with a nice brown boy and live a very simple life with my two children and a house and I'm making rotis and cleaning up after my husband. Husband, I say in quotation marks. If you know me, you know me. That is going to be far from my reality. If I even end up marrying a man, I'm going to have to take a very long, hard look at myself in the mirror because I would not be expecting that. But hey, that is just not for me. And I'm glad that my parents are understanding of that. But I think it's really wholesome that they're hopeful, but they're going to be hoping for the rest of their life. So good luck to them. Before I dive into the whole topic of marriage and the pressures around it, the wedding itself within a Desi community holds so much importance before you've even reached the marriage and the commitment of marriage or the religious aspect of it, you're already having to think about the cost of how much a desi wedding costs. Now, Western weddings are usually a day, maybe a two with the Hindu or the stag do. With desi weddings, they are minimum three days to a month. It is an experience I would recommend everyone to experience, but I've witnessed situations where People are having to borrow money to be able to afford these lavish weddings. Venue, 15 to 20k. Car hire, 10 to 15k. Food, 10k. Wedding dress, 6k. These weddings can easily come up to anywhere between 50 to 100 grand. 
And it's problematic when families are having to borrow money from each other to actually facilitate these kind of events, not for the purpose of the marriage and the beauty of it, but for the showing off aspect. Now, it's very common to throw these extravagant thisy weddings because you want to show off to people and you don't want to offend that auntie you saw maybe twice when you were three years old and never saw her again because she might say that, oh, so-and-so didn't invite me to their wedding. And then it's a whole scandal. So when you're having to put other people's opinions first over your own happiness and what you actually want to do for your wedding is very scary. What if the couple only wants a very small intimate wedding where they might not want children or they just want a couple of their friends or they might want to do something completely different. But the pressures and the standards of an Indian wedding is so integrated into our community that if it doesn't happen, it's almost seen as, well, that was a mediocre wedding, which again, problematic. Now that I can actually get into the pressures of marriage within our community, the first thing to highlight is the question of when are you going to get married? That is a question that should not be asked from the get-go. That is a personal choice. There are so many reasons why people decide not to get married. So having that additional pressure of people asking you why you're not getting married is offensive Because again, there are so many reasons why someone may choose not to get married. So if that question can be removed, it halves the pressure and reinforces that deciding to get married is your choice and not up to the people within society who create those pressures. It really does go back to the traditional ideas of birthing sons over daughters because sons are seen as the stronger gender, they're seen as the family name and the family status, whereas girls are born and seen as something that will need to be given away or as a burden or, oh God, we're going to have to get her married off or God forbid she finds a boyfriend or has any sort of autonomy to choose herself or have any type of wants or desires to be with someone that doesn't fit the idea of what the family wants for her, which is just so sad. It goes back to the whole telling kids who are dissy from a very young age that marriage is going to be something that happens and you don't really have much of a choice. It just happens. Subconsciously somewhere, if you're already teaching a young girl on how to cook and how to clean and how to be the perfect wife, it kind of programs them to think that that's normal when it's not. It plays into the typical gender roles of what a woman should do, which is be in the kitchen and cook and clean for her husband. The pressure is there for men too. And the pressure you get from the community, that idea of what a marriage should be needs to be removed out of marriage. Marriage can be whatever you want it to be. As long as your relationship is fulfilling for you and you are in a happy and healthy and committed relationship. Now, let's say you have found someone and finally you're like, yep, I want to get married and live together and be in a great relationship or whatever, before you can even get married, there is so much that goes on behind the scenes. You can't just decide to go to your parents and be like, right, mom and dad, we're going to get married. It's no, the families are getting married. It's very common where if a girl brings home her boyfriend to show to her parents to be like, right, mom and dad, this is who I want to marry. It doesn't work like that. Usually the whole of the boy's family will go over to the girl's house and then the girl has to serve them tea 
and be a good host and make them dinner and then they ask her questions and they get to know her without the boyfriend being there and then they go away and then the girl's family goes over to the guy's house and does the same and gets to know them and then finally the families kind of decide as to if this marriage is to go ahead and it's heavily based around the approval of families rather than the approval of two people wanting to get married. That's just how I've known marriages to work out in the Desi community. The one thing I do love in recent times is love marriages being a lot more accepted. And I think the traditional ideas of how an arranged marriage should work are still common, but I can see that from social media and accepting Western ideas of marriage are a lot more common. It is nice to see, but the point I wanna make is regardless of how you met your partner, as a brown person, when you get married, it's the families that are super involved. It creates a lot of tension and problems if one of the families don't agree. I can't even imagine what the two individuals who are deciding to get married go through. I am so glad that I've already set the record straight for my parents. Mum, dad, I know I'm your biggest disappointment and you love me anyway, so thanks. And the day I do decide to bring someone to you and I'm like, right, this is the person I wanna marry, I know you're not gonna accept anyway. So we will get to that bridge and pass it when we get there. So thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> Another minor point I wanna mention is the caste systems within Asian communities, especially within, as far as I know, Muslim, Hindu, Sikh, we have different castes and different categories we belong to. So I think it's based on what profession you're in. I'm not too sure. It's a bit like if boy from cast A wants to marry girl from cast C, they can't marry because they have different ways of living. And it is something that would be a massive reason for why people were not allowed to marry within our culture, which is so heartbreaking because I think caste systems, in my opinion, I don't really understand them. I don't really agree with them. We are the same religion. We are the same people. That's obviously if you're marrying within your culture, but it just seems, it just seems like another headache that we should really get rid of. Just marry who you want, please just be happy. I genuinely believe that having more education and awareness within our communities about individual autonomy and consent when it comes to marriage is so important. And I cannot even stress that enough that there shouldn't be this pressure to get married firstly. You should have the freedom to be with whoever you want. There shouldn't be this pressure of marrying young and just being with one person and getting to know them throughout your younger years when you haven't even had the chance to figure out your identity. In our culture, it's very common to be married at a very young age, but they're not given the choice of figuring out if they actually want to get married that young or if it's a societal pressure that they've just had to fit into. So as someone who has dated and dated a lot, it's helped me figure out what I accept and what I'd want from a loving and caring partner. So I don't think there's anything wrong with getting married young, but only if that's what you want, not because society and your community and your family and relatives have pressured you into thinking that is what you're meant to do because it's not. You're meant to do whatever feels right for you and ultimately adds to your happiness and peace. Something that I would have loved growing up and hope that we can do more of is 
having more open conversations about marriage, relationships, mental health, and challenging the stigma around those ideas. That way it creates a safe place. I wish I could have spoken to my parents about someone I was dating or what I want to do with my life, or even if I see marriage to be a thing for me in the first place. Aside from just having those open conversations, I can see how there will be a lot more marriages within the DC community happening that are not just straight relationships. There's going to be gay relationships, non-binary. People who decide to get married don't just come in one way. There are so many different spectrums of people who decide to get married. And I think within the DC community, it's very much just seen as man, woman, nothing else. Everything else is taboo. And that definitely needs to be spoken about. And through talking about it, it will be helpful to promote those conversations and bring more awareness to it so that the stigma around what marriage within the DC community should look like can be changed and have a more healthier stigma attached to it. The pressure is almost force-fed to us from a very young age. And I don't blame so many of us feeling like, well, I don't even want to get married. I've seen so many scenarios where marriages are abusive and they're clearly unhappy and they're living like flatmates where there's no sexual relation or they're co-parenting if they have children which is just so heartbreaking the stigma around divorce is already so taboo i can see how people are very quick to say that the statistics around divorce when it comes to arranged marriages within the dc community specifically are very low but when the judgments around divorce is already so negative the likelihood of people divorcing is so low that they would rather just be in a relationship than get divorced because it's seen as shameful and an embarrassment and there is no support system because it's seen as such a negative thing already and that's heartbreaking. I wish more people who know they need to get a divorce had the courage to do so and it's such it's already such a horrible thing but to think our society makes people who want to get a divorce or are divorced as less than or the fact that they shouldn't find love again or that they shouldn't find their identity that they shouldn't find happiness is such a heartbreaking thing and that really needs to be changed so i hope that our generation genuinely stops getting harassed about when will you marry when will you have kids when will you settle down how about you mind your business the idea of marriage within the desi community is your choice you do not have to get married if you do not want to please put yourself first please put your happiness first marry who you want and be happy without the pressure of the DC community and what people will think. And on that note, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I really feel passionate. I feel almost a little bit angry because it is so personal to me and I'm turning 25 in the summer. So those questions have started to arise and it feels very personal to me. I'm glad I've spoken about it. I hope you guys enjoyed. If you're watching, if you're listening, I thank you for your time. Dhanivad. Thank you. I'll see you guys very soon. Sashri Bye.